And welcome back. Jeff Harmon with us, George Norrie. Jeff, you've got a presence on Facebook as well, don't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. How do they find you there? Um, you know what? I don't know. I think it's just jeffharmon.com or Jeff Harmon Astrologer. I know our um, YouTube channel is something we're really pushing right now, trying to get um, – more information out there, and we're talking a lot about these cycles on the United States. Timing is being shown on there. And then also we talk a lot about the value of readings, location astrology, and various different things that I offer. So, And it may be Jeff A. Harmon on Facebook, I think. Uh, yeah, it's Jeff Harmon Vedic Astrologer or Jeff Harmon Astrologer, H-A-R-M-A-N. And how long have you been on YouTube these days? Uh, we haven't been there that long. I actually got started late. I've only, in fact, our one-year anniversary on YouTube has just come out, I think, as of October 2nd or something like that, pretty close to the very first part of last month. Can astrology determine the difference between good and evil? Yes. And that's what's into, that's a great question, George, because... Yeah, good and evil seems to be inherent in this planet, and yep. the planets act like multidimensional switches, like possessions of houses and people. I do this a lot where we can actually see when someone has an entity attached or that there is uh, malefic energies coming in. In fact, we're going to be using that in this hour. It's called interrogation astrology. You just ask a question. That's it. And it works. You ready for some calls? Yeah, bring it on. Let's start with Tom in Salem, Oregon. Welcome to the show. Hey, Tom. Hello. How are you tonight? Good. I hope you are, too. I am. George, great show. Thank you for being there for all the wandering souls of the night. Thank you, Tom. Um, I had uh, one bladder operation in August, have a hernia operation in December coming up, um, lost my wife this year. Oh, jeez. Um uh, will next year be better? Should I retire? I'm 66 years old, and I love the bumper music, the Moody Blues, by the way. Okay, thanks. Go ahead, Jeff. So, uh, if you don't mind, what, what's your your name, real quick? It's... My name's Tom. Okay. Thomas is my real first name. Yeah. So, sorry to hear you're having health issues. So, so you you said hernia, and what else was it? I had a bladder operation in August, and then I have a hernia, I uh, have Two small hernias and one that's like almost an inch, and they put in a mesh in me in December, and then, um, and that's what's coming up in December. And but I want to know if next year might be better for me, and should I retire or not? I'm not sure whether or not to retire or sell my house or what to do exactly. Well, what I see here is, yeah, you're you're definitely having some stomach issues, you know. Um, what I like is it shows that whatever you're doing here, whether it's allopathic or naturopathic, is going to help you. Um, okay. I, I actually had a hernia, and I'll tell you, comfrey root is amazing to put on that. Uh, and, and in terms of retiring, again, I would say, are you looking at doing it sometime this next coming year in 2024? Because it looks like, you know, spring or early summer might might be a good time to look. Yeah, I'm a teacher, and so um, my school year ends in June. We have here in Oregon the summer months off, June, July, and August. 
Um, it's helped to be a good distraction from the loss of my wife, though, I will say that. But yeah, I'm not sure, sure what I'm going to do. And I have yeah. three daughters. Oh, well, that's that's good that you have children. That's wonderful. Um, that's always a great gift. You know, I could tell a lot more if I had your birth chart, but this chart here actually looks – what I'm doing right now is I'm literally casting a chart a, for the moment. And uh, you look like you're going to come through this. Um, so you're about to go into surgery soon? Uh, in December. My birth date is 0 the days not to do the procedure, right? Right, the day not, well, you bet, absolutely. <clears throat> I've had, uh, God, years of experience doing this, and it's absolutely amazing. Uh, I had one surgeon, really interesting guy, he said, you know, Jeff, we follow procedure to the T, and he says, some days, no matter what we do, it just doesn't go right, and other days it goes perfect. We were comparing notes on the astrology on some of those that had happened, and I've done this several times, and uh, amazing, absolutely amazing how the body heals better when you have lunar aspects or major aspects that are better. So but I can tell you just by looking at the interrogation, Tom, things look like they're going to start to turn for you for the better. And um, it, it shows your children are, are really supportive of you right now. Is that, tr is that true? And my birthday was uh, September 18th, 1957. You're looking something. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. Let me do that. All right. We got to wrap this up, uh, Jeffrey. Right. Yeah, because it takes a lot of time when I look at the birth chart. You know, for people that are interested, I do readings, and you can do all different types of readings. It's on my website. And uh, then I can really look into the fly specs and the pepper once I start, you know, getting your birth data. But overall, I would say, Tom, things look like they're going to go better for you. And I'm sorry to hear about your wife. But, um, Indeed. yeah, I mean, it shows you enjoy what you do. Astrologically speaking, are eclipses good or bad for people? And thank you, Tom. aspects your chart and where it is in the birth chart. Some eclipses will happen in malefic houses, like the house of health or the house of career, and that can often mean a big change. If it aspects your birth chart, every one is like a resonant tuning fork, so all eclipses totally are in individual. In general, it affects the whole world, but it affects each of us differently. Let's go to John in Wisconsin. Hey, John, go ahead. Hello, George. Hello, Jeff. I have a quick story that supports Jeff's comment, and in respect of the other callers, I promise to be brief. Jeff, uh, Wisconsin. Well, you're breaking up. You're breaking up, John. I'm going to have yeah, Gina, Gina, Gina get back to you and uh, see if we get a better line for you. Let's go to Michael in St. Louis. Hey, Michael, go ahead. George, thank you for taking my call, and what a wonderful show as usual, and uh, Jeff, wonderful guest. Um, my question is, um, 
am I going to get a, I'm wanting to get a new home. Will I get a new place to live? And will I be happy at that new place? And how soon? All right. Uh, Have you found anything directly yet? No, I hadn't even really searched. So I'm just kind of leaving it up to to the stars right now and, uh, and, and what your perception is that, um, yeah, you might want to take a look. Are you going to stay right in the locality that you're at? Location astrology is amazing. It actually shows specific maps that gives you longitude, latitudes of where each specific energy is for you throughout the country or the world in that case. that That's amazing astrology. And once I have your birth chart, I can look at that. But I would say right now, it shows you're probably not going to move immediately. But I would say the best I can see here is probably going to find something more towards okay. spring. Okay. And and it and looks what, like it's good. It'll be an older home is what it shows. That sounds good. And I mean, it sounds like I'll be happier there is what you're saying. What's good? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's good. I mean, where you're at right now has been a bit intense, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This the, the the home I love, the geographical area. It's yeah, it's kind of negative. When you're looking at his chart, Jeff, what are you seeing? What are you seeing to come up with these answers? Well, see, the, this is interrogation astrology. So this, what I'm doing is I cast a chart for my location, and the eastern horizon becomes the querent, the person asking the question. And depending on what someone asks, you look at what we call houses in astrology. See, each terrestrial house, there's 12 divisions called houses, and each one rules an area of life. Like, you know, if he was asking about his cat, I'd look at the sixth house. He's asking about moving, so it's the seventh house. Where you would move to is the what we call descendant or uh, Western horizon. So, um, see, this gets really into a spiritual thing. The Eastern horizon is where spirit manifests, see, and the consciousness that he's expressing right now, and the last person as well, the last two people, is all specific to what they're asking. So, uh, and the earth rotates, and as it rotates, I just keep taking a new ascendant and look at it. Is there is there a type of question that is uh, much better than another, astrologically no, it's, speaking? No, it's it's based on consciousness. You can ask anything under the sun. Let's go to Jeremy in Jamestown, North Dakota. Welcome to the show. You're going to hear quite a story here, Jeff. Hi, Jeremy. Hello, Jeff and George. Um, I wanted to tell you that back on July 19th of 2022, I was having a dream that I was conversing with my deceased mother. And in the conversation, she told me to buy as many shares of Renova Health as I possibly could. Well, I looked it up, and it had the uh, symbol RNBA, which I found kind of really interesting, because before my mother died, she was a registered nurse in Virginia. Well, I uh, bought $43,694,392 shares of Renova Health. And, yeah. I and it was going real cheap at the time, right? What? What was the total investment there, Jeremy? Um, I, I bought it at point zero 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 nine cents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. 
And so what's your question? Yeah, what is my mom told me that if I did that, I'd be a billionaire in a few years. Was she correct? Well, I see it's going to go up. I hope you're a billionaire. Um, it, this looks positive. See, the second house is your money. So that's what I'm looking at, George. I'm looking at his second house because this is a money question. So the second house is your resources and money. And the 10th house is gain or loss. And what I like here is uh, it's likely to increase. Now, I hope you become a billionaire. I don't think it's going to do that, but I think it's going to go up. And uh, at that rate, it, it can only do that, right? Even though some cryptos I've heard, you know, they end up becoming scams. This one doesn't look like that. It, it looks like um, all things I can glean here. It looks like it's going to go up. You're, you're going to make you're going to make some decent money, which is a good thing. I've never heard of a stock that has so many point zero 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 zeros in front of it. Oh yeah, cryptos. You can get way in the basement. Yeah. All, all he needs it to do is hit a dollar a share, and he's worth forty-three million bucks. I guess. Wow. Yeah. Not all it bad. It was hard to hear you. I, I didn't. I didn't hear exactly what stock it was, but it, I, the bottom line is, this is a money question, and I would lean towards this is going to go up. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. He checks in quite often, so we'll uh, we'll, we'll track it. Next up, we've got Roland in Woodland Hills, California. Hey, Roland, welcome to the program. Uh, thanks for taking my call, George. Sure. Jeff, my question is more, uh, not for me personally, but more about the United States. Okay. Uh, as, as you know, the uh, Uranus uh, takes around, what, 82 some odd years to make a full circle. And the last three times that it entered and tinkered with the going into Gemini, we had the Revolutionary War kick out. We've had the Civil War kick out. We've had Pearl Harbor. In about another year or so, Uranus is going to tinker again with entering Gemini. So do you see uh, uh, history repeating itself, or are we going to eventually going to get out of this cycle of, of uh, bad things happening when that, when that occurs? He sounds like he knows his astrology there, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, well, he's right. Uh, it will hit uh, right about 2026 is when it jumps in there, if I'm correct here, 27. Um, I think the time is right now, my friend. I really do. And because, you know, the ingresses of planets in tropical science definitely have an impact. But what's really germane right now is what I mentioned earlier, this Pluto return. And also we have something, and, and this is kind of a message, I would say, not to be in fear, but to be in awareness, we have some really dangerous energies right now, between now and December, and really strong next September. And uh, this could bring violence. It could bring uh, terrorist stuff in this country. Uh, the FBI, the DOJ, you know, a lot of people are, are very aware of this stuff. Um, I'm really concerned about stuff that's going on, not only with our border, but right south of our border, the Maquila Dora, and there may be tunnels coming up underneath here. There's a lot of very dangerous stuff right now that's going on. And the astrology shows that, see, these are called primary directions, which um, you may have heard of solar arc directions. And what you simply do is you, whether it's a human being or a, a country, you advance that chart one degree per year of orbital Earth time. And right now, as the end of this 
month, beginning of December, the United States has a primary or solar arc directed Mars over the moon. Plain English, very dangerous, very, very dangerous. This could be stuff that we've never seen before. Again, I would love to be wrong on this, but this is exceedingly dangerous stuff. Even even when the Federal Reserve was formed in World War One, that whole time period, we had conjunctions of Saturn and Pluto. And um, you know, so there's there's a lot of factors to look at when you look at you know a country or what we call mundane astrology. Mundane astrology is a science that actually was very ancient, goes back to the flood of Noah and quite possibly to where some of the first astrology given by the Archangel Raziel, known as the Archangel Raziel's book called Sefer Raziel. Mm-hmm. And this is deep stuff. And um, it, it's clearly, I believe our founding forefathers knew that the Industrial Revolution was happening because we had a great conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn in the fire trine. And I think the Masons were extremely aware of this and the Founding Fathers. And um, we had another one happen right in 2020 when the uh, pandemic, did I say plan? I meant pandemic happened. Pandemic. And, um, um, but anyhow, uh, I do that times I story and slip. You make but, make uh, up your own. You have your own uh, language. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, my friend, I would say that's a factor. There's a lot of factors, and you know that's been something I, I've really been quite enamored with is the way to get your brain around what matters and what doesn't. You have to separate the wheat from the chafe, so to speak, in order to understand which cycles are pertinent. And you can only do that by studying what the ancients taught. And boy, they were smart, I'll tell you that. I think well, you picked up on it, Jeffrey. We're going to come back and take final calls with you in a moment. Readings next. And welcome back. George Norrie with Jeff Harmon, the astrologer. Jeff, before we take final calls, tell us about the Vedic gemstones you work on and what do they do? It's a fascinating area that can help people energetically. And the Vedic astrology actually prescribes, or there's gems that I prescribe, using your Vedic chart. It helps balance your energy. And I actually cast the metals and also set the gems at good astrological times to your birth chart. So it's not just a piece of jewelry. It's actually a talisman. And one thing that's really popular is you can see on my website, jeffharman.com, I do the calculation of your guardian angel from your birth chart. See, it's believed that when we draw first breath, there's an angel. There's actually many angels, but the one major angel is the angel that is derived from the eastern horizon at the longitude and latitude that you're born at. And you run the inner seven planets out. See, all angelic names end in L, like Michael, Raphael, Gabriel. And you take the inner seven planets, and there's an Aramaic Hebrew letter, and I give people a whole sheet that actually shows the ancient cryptology that's in the Old Testament and the Psalms. See, we lost a lot when we transpose this stuff into the Vulgate translations and the King James Version. I'm not demeaning the Bible because it's wonderful, but the secrets that are in there are amazing. And this is what the ancient astrologers knew. So I carved that on the gemstones. It's really insightful to see how unique it is with your guardian angel carved on these pendants. So I give a whole 
sheet on vellum that actually three sheets that delineate the numerology and the connections to the ancient Gamatria, Tamira, and uh, Ziroph. These are words that are various types of um, numerology that's encrypted into the ancient scriptures. Amazing. So very, very fun stuff. All right. First time caller Valerie's with us in Joplin, Missouri. Hi, Valerie. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure thing. What I want to know is what do the stars say about President Trump being able to be on the ballot in 2024 as the GOP nominee? Because it just does not look good for him, and I think that a lot of people are just crossing their fingers. So I'm hoping that your guest can give a little insight for us tonight. Do you touch on something like that, Jeffrey? Absolutely, yeah. And thanks, Valerie, for your question. Yeah, uh, President Trump, it's interesting because back in 2016, I saw he was going to win the election, and he had primary-directed son crossing the ascendant. He actually had the debacle with the 2020 election, and I'll just leave it at that, uh, right when primary-directed Uranus crossed his ascendant. So to answer your question, he's got transits that start commencing this spring. (laughs) That is really going to be bizarre. I think they're going to try and do anything to keep President Trump out of the White House. Uh, including, if they have to, having them stop a bullet. Um, I think, and, and you know, I, I'll get heat for this, but if anybody could survive it, he also has, for the first time in 12 years, Jupiter transiting his midheaven. And for anyone listening, the midheaven is always the house of career achievement. And uh, this is going to be an interesting ride. And uh, when I look at the country combined with Trump and Biden and all the other stuff, I think they're going to dust off Newsom, too. Um, this is going to be a picture show to watch. We, if, if the astrology is right, this is going to be very tumultuous this year. And um, I, I think Trump will win unequivocally if he isn't stopped. Um, it leans towards this is not going to be easy for him because they're going to throw every possible thing at this man with Uranus crossing his midheaven starting this spring. So it leans towards he wins unequivocally. And the election's a year away, too, so there's not much time left. Not much time. And they have timed an onslaught of things at this guy. Of course, we don't need astrology to know that one. But um, I would say he wins unequivocally if he's not stopped. And it leans in the direction, even though it doesn't look like it. If anybody can overcome this, he just might. Interesting take. Larry in Indianapolis. Hey, Larry, go ahead. My question is, is there a correlation between uh, uh, astrology and the leak of Roe versus Wade that I feel like that's what persuade and made President Biden president instead of President Trump. Well, it's a tough question that uh, you may or may not have to answer, Jeff. Well, you know, that's a a really interesting because when, when we look at what's happened since 2020 forward, um, a lot of things are coming unhinged. That one, I, here, let me cast a chart, because that, that's a good question. I've never really looked at that. Um, I would say my take is, 
ever since 2020 forward, we have moved into a new era. And I really believe the people at the top of the pyramid, whether they're all human or not, uh, seem to be very aware that this is a time to strike in a new direction for humanity. And the question is going to be, is where are we going to end up with it? I mean, we hear so many different things going on right now from all different viewpoints, transhumanism, the stuff that they want to integrate into society, the financial systems, the tearing down of the fabric of this republic, as well as other countries throughout the, the world. It's been a real roller coaster ride. And, and I think my take is that, that Roe versus Wade is a part of that. It's, it's a part of this new agenda that's moving. And um, I would have to say that um, this is a time when the moral fabric is really being tried. And um, again, I, I would have to say, in the end, no matter what your viewpoint is on that um, whole situation, it, it's clearly a time when I think um, the angels above may just save this country when, it, when we start getting into 2025. Um, but I think between now and then, we've got a really rough road and a dangerous one. <clears throat> this is not a bad time for people to get you know, your, your loved ones taken care of with a little extra food, a little extra water, and not to live in fear, but awareness. This is a very dangerous time. Anything can happen to us with you know, um, various things with the power grid, uh, cyber attacks. Uh, it doesn't take much to disrupt society. And um, we start getting any terrorist attacks or other things like that. It could really, really become tumultuous. So back to Roe versus Wade, uh, I, I do think that this is one of the most unprecedented times in U.S. history. Even though the Civil War was extremely disruptive to this country, but times were different then. This country wasn't even finished being formed. Now it's really a cohesive country. And I think when you look at banking and you look at the way modern society is, it's a much more dangerous time right now. And Roe versus Wade, I think, might fit into these changing times right now. So it's, it's a war of, of good versus evil, in, in my viewpoint. What do you think I, of prayer, Jeff? I think prayer is amazing. I, I think this gets into consciousness. I think we have been so blocked and that if we could get in touch with the upper portions of the soul, these are actually talked about on my YouTube channel. And, and it's not, again, my innovation, but the lower conscious mind is like silly putty. It is extremely programmable. When people get in touch, and a lot of people do, there's a lot of really intuitive, smart, and conscious people here. With the upper portions of the what we call spirit, psyche, and soul, we start to connect, and we're not programmable. And this is why many of the evil forces, they just want to get rid of people. Because if they can't control them, they want to get rid of them. They want obedient workers. George was right on that one. And um, obedient, you know, little little citizens that, that are not going to question with critical thinking. And the more conscious we get, and this is why I have faith, because this, this world is divine. I mean, when we stop looking at the news and all the horrible things and you look at just the beauty of, of a plant or an animal or a child, um, we can splice genes, we can replicate things and clone them. 
but try creating them from scratch. Virtually impossible. That to ensoul, you know, a, a living, sentient being, that's divine. And that's why divinity always wins, because it's above evil. Even though evil creates a lot of trouble, uh, divinity will always win, because it is the source of all things. It's above astrology, too. Let's go to Linda in Riverside, California. Hey, Linda, go ahead. Hi, thank you both for taking my call. My question is, will I be able to survive and succeed on the ongoing attacks against me? Who's attacking you, Linda? People? Oh, what's happening? Yes, people. What are they doing to you? Uh, using chemicals against me. Chemicals against you? Have you gone to the police? They're behind what's going on. Oh, I don't think they are, Linda. But do you want to take a jump at that, Jeffrey? Well, it it shows there's something going on in your place you're living that's very abrasive, I will say that. Um, That that I do see. Um, Can can you give me a little more background? What, What do you exactly think is happening? Um, there's a cover-up on a murder. Mm. You witnessed the murder or what? No. You did not. What does the murder have to do with you? Um, I am just aware of the people that are involved in it. I'm not a criminal, but I know who's involved. Who was murdered? Um, one of our local, um, business people. Okay. So you're in the wrong well, place at the I, I wrong time. This, it, it shows that over the next four and a half months, you might want to just, if well, you can, lay well, low. And stay I away. was going to just say that, and I'm not an astrologer. Lay very low, right? Yeah, it's common sense, but but that's what the chart indicates too. Um, yeah, I would I would say uh, if you can, just you know, keep out of it any way you can. Um, there's a lot of crazy stuff that goes on in this world. It's interesting. Uh, location astrology is something to look at. I've actually had people who've had spouses poison them or various different, you know, people uh, or, you know, subterfuge things like this going on. I can see what she's saying here. It, it definitely shows it's an abrasive situation. It's actually yeah. connected right around your house, isn't it? Interesting take. All right, uh Jeffrey, what's your next plan? What do you do next? What's that? What kind of projects are you working on? Oh, I'm working on all kinds of projects. Um, It's a lot of fun. Life's a lot of fun. I have a son. I'm always working with him. Um, It was interesting. My uh, wife today went to a very interesting place. It was called the Hollywood Disclosure Alliance at Musso and Frank's Grill. And um, another project I'm working on, I'm going to be at the Conscious Life Expo. I'll, I will see you there. Yeah, I'm sure I will. It'd be great to see you, George. And, um, yeah, I'm working on a lot of different things. I love to research things connected with consciousness, which is actually way beyond astrology. And I really enjoy that. I have a lot of clients who are psychologists and psychiatrists, and it's so interesting to compare notes with this stuff. Again, you mentioned gemstones. I, I really love hearing back from people. That, so I get natural, untreated gemstones. And one of my partners, she's been in the business, got close to 50 years. She's uh, amazing. Her husband just passed away. And we, we get some really 
wonderful energetic things that uh, I make for talismans for people. And so I'm working on that all the time. And uh, again, I um, I really enjoy the canyons here in California too. As long as the government doesn't destroy the the uh, state, but um, it's still the most beautiful. I think weather in the world or some of the most beautiful weather in the world. So I really enjoy California in that sense. I really do. All right, Jeffrey, we'll talk to you soon enough and let's see what happens with some of your astrological thoughts. Jeff Harmon with us up next angels and auras right here on coast to coast AM. 